Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Recently, we published To Fail is Not to Be a Failure. I encourage you to take a listen. It featured the life of Abraham Lincoln. He failed many times, but he wouldn't give up. And he refused to think of himself as a failure. But today, we consider a unique twist on failure. If you've embraced, I'm a failure, you need to know how to rise up when you're down. There are many reasons for being down. Here are some of them. Lost opportunities, broken relationships, compromised health, being mistreated, lost assets, being betrayed and slandered, getting in trouble, simply losing hope. But another scenario causes being down, thinking you're a failure. Sometimes that's not even intentional. People engage new ideas and tactics just to rise up, but they feel empty, powerless, and hollow, even fake. Interestingly, their view of themselves affects their choices. Consequently, they often end up in an unhealthy cycle. But anyone can rise up when you're down. Often people see themselves as failures because they don't feel valued or loved. Yes, people need to be valued, loved, and encouraged. But the good news is, you don't need to worry about value and love anymore. Why would that be? Because people don't determine your value. God does. He secured your value forever. Plus, He loves you with everlasting love. A special perspective is needed to rise up when you're down. This perspective flows from Christ's love and lordship. The strongest Jesus followers throughout centuries talk often about God's love and lordship. Personally, I've found help by exploring God's love and lordship. With this perspective, It's easier to trust Jesus and not cave in to doubt and fear or what others think. By the way, doubt and fear are enemies of your value, but they are friends of being down. Having experienced both failures and successes, I'd like to share from my own life a little bit. Incidentally, I've noticed my perspective makes a difference if and how I move forward. I thought I knew about God's love and lordship before I got truly honest many years ago. I kept doing what I didn't want to and couldn't seem to permanently do what I was supposed to. Talk about frustration, seasoned believer and all that. I felt like a fake. During those early years of my Christian walk, I identified with what Paul wrote in Romans 7, 18b and 19. Here's what it says. 
for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Finally, I decided to simply trust God like Job. Incidentally, Job said, Even if you kill me, I will trust you. He was talking to God. It's in Job 13, verse 15. Actually, that is quite a statement. Have you ever said anything like that to God? I also decided to adopt the prayer of a man in Mark 9, verse 24. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. There is a connect point between God's love and lordship. And when you choose to simply trust His love and relax into His lordship, you change. I have a perspective exercise to help you trust God's love and relax into His lordship. First, did you know you don't belong to yourself? Truly, you belong to God. His love for you is rich and deep. So there's little risk placing your life into His care. You will always be met with God's love and Lordship. Of course, you must do something. Philippians 2.12 says what you're supposed to do. Work out your salvation. And that work begins by proactively trusting God's love and Lordship. Okay, so now for that daily perspective exercise that I started to tell you about. Get a small notebook and pen, or you can do this in your device if you want to. Then start in the front of the notebook. Daily write what you struggled with or failed in and name it. Then write, Jesus is loving Lord beside that struggle and believe it in your heart. Rise up into this perspective. Claim a scripture over your failure and record it next to the failure. And then pray over these journal entries and pray over your heart. Simultaneously, start in the back of the notebook to record successes you experience Recognizing Christ is loving Lord over successes, too. Record your thoughts as you recognize His love and Lordship. Somewhere in the middle of your notebook, your failures and successes will meet under God's love and Lordship. Interestingly, this exercise launches you into the perspective needed to rise up when you're down. Well, you know, maybe you're more of a math kind of a person. Let's look at how this goes when you're thinking mathematically, kind of like a mathematical word equation. So you're going to be putting certain statements in for elements in your equation or for variables in your equation. It starts like this. First, start with your failures, plus bring them under Christ's loving lordship. Plus, claim a promise as you let go of them. In Christ, failure isn't the real you. Plus, 
Welcome your new identity of increasing successes by faith in Christ. Plus, embrace God's love and lordship by faith. Now we get to the equal sign, and on the other side of the equal sign is this. Successes gradually increase as you trust God's love and lordship, even in failures. A friend was really down, so when I told them about this exercise, they decided to try it to regain their perspective. They did the notebook, and subsequently, they committed to self-accountability using the notebook from the front and from the back both working toward the middle. As they spent time in God's Word, they used failures to rise up into God's love and lordship. Notably, this required humble honesty to record every failure while also writing about small successes in the back of the notebook. But something shifted as they wrote out and believed Jesus is Lord beside each failure. As they embrace his love rather than previous failure patterns, they rose up from being down into successes. My friend changed from the inside out. Bit by bit, burdens were lifted. Instead, they felt free as they engaged healthy self-accountability. But there's more. My friend also noticed fear started falling off as they claimed scriptures over their failures and successes. Embracing truth was setting them free from John 8.32, free to enjoy the tender, loving lordship of God. After 70 days, my friend opened the front of their small notebook and read failures to me. No wonder they were refreshed and excited. Christ's loving lordship was pronounced over every failure. Simultaneously, the back of their notebook recorded successes they gradually experienced. Instead of consistent failures, hope was renewed, and they identified peace and joy rising in their heart. So they learned to rise up when you're down. After asking their permission, I'm sharing a bullet summary of their front journal entries. They claimed Christ's loving lordship over every failure they wrote in that journal. Much to their credit, my friend took this exercise of perspective to heart. I challenge you to this perspective exercise. Here is what my friend wrote beside every failure they recorded during their 70 days of using this notebook. And this is the list they shared with me. Jesus is Lord over 1. My thoughts 2. Posture 3. My responses 4. Even my passions 5. My ideas 6. Oh, and my moods 7. Interestingly, over my sadness and loneliness. 8. Am I truly going to admit Jesus is Lord over my entire life? 9. My repentance. 10. And my time. 
11. My insecurities. 12. The time duration of changes in me and my perseverance as I wait on Him. 13. Jesus is Lord over my parenting. 14. Getting up on time in the morning. 15. Stressful moments. 16. Timing of my seasons. 17. My diet and appetite. 18. My prayers. 19. Jesus is loving Lord over all my observations. 20. Over my friendships and interactions. 21. My mistakes. 22. And my purchases. 23. Processing my life. 24. My sharing and talking. 25. He's Lord over my headaches. Loving Lord. 26. Gray areas I can't figure out. 27. My default habits. 28. All my anticipation. 29. He is loving Lord over my to-do list. 30. My downtime thoughts. 31. Projects. 32. Dreams. 33. My hunger. 34. Sweet demeanor and how I choose to use it. 35. My ministry. 36. He's loving Lord over the swings of my feelings. 37. My needs. 38. Trials and sufferings. 39. My growth process. 40. Unwind time. He's Lord over that, too. 41. The unending tasks before me. 42. My teaching. 43. My recurrent ideas in my head that keep circling. 44. Jesus is loving Lord over all my meetings. 45. And my thoughts. 46. Disappointments and fears and my responses to them. 47. My fatigue. 48. My focus. 49. Even over my health. 50. My job. 51. When I have to wait. 52. Good news. 53. Details of my life. 54. He's loving Lord over the unknowns. 55. My unintentional and unidentified motives and actions. 56. Preparations. 57. Over my fears. 58. Over my schedule. 59. Over breaking points when I think I can't go on. 60. He's loving Lord over my health concerns. 61. My emotional management and I'm accountable to Him. 62. My growth process. 63. Hopes and dreams. 64. He's loving Lord over my celebrations. 65. My accountability. 66. My commitments. 67. Even in my loneliness. 68. My impatience. 69. When I act out irritating and annoying responses. 
And number 70, He is loving Lord over every new year. The application thoughts and questions for today's content. Let's go through them. First of all, do you see yourself as a failure? The next question, have you accepted God's love and lordship over your life? Then the next one is this, are you willing to try this exercise to regain your perspective? And then the last question, no failure, it's actually not a question, it's a statement, no failure can keep you out of God's love and lordship. Now, I have a special announcement for the month of November. I want to invite you to participate in a free online course we are offering during the month of November. It is called Prepare for Christmas Without Missing It. You can jump in all month for tips and ideas to navigate the busy Christmas days. You'll find step-by-step strategies and practical ideas. The content shows how to enjoy a peaceful yet meaningful Christmas. You may be the Christmas point person at your house. Be ready to create an atmosphere of excitement, richness, even kind of magic, and fun memories. Set aside stress and frustration that often happen during the holiday season. Instead, connect with Emmanuel, God with us, in a deeper way. See how to create time and energy to connect with people and special traditions. If you experience sadness, depression, or grieving, there is even a session designed to help you find fresh hope and a bit more joy. So sign up for this free resource today and prepare for Christmas without missing it. The course is already open for you to register. Go to this page, www.aliveandactivelife.org forward slash courses. I also want to tell you about a couple of resources since the holidays are coming quickly. Celebrate Advent, a life response to Emmanuel is a wonderful devotional tool to use December 1 through 31 to help prepare your heart for Christmas. Short, simple, and meaningful each day. And content principles are keepers every day of the year. If you order now, you'll be ready to use on December 1. It comes as a paperback and an ebook. It is featured in our online course. Another great tool for the holidays is Prepare for Christmas without missing it. That's right. It is an ebook that features so many things that we talk about in the Christmas course, the free course we're featuring. This tool has helped people break out of holiday busyness and into hope and meaningful celebration. And again, it is an ebook. It is also featured in our online course. Both books make beautiful gifts. Check them out in our online store. I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app or use our online player at the top of each article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. 
visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.